welcome again to another podcast, uh, Down to Earth but Heavenly Minded. I'm your host, Irv Rish. And as we continue on our reading in uh, uh, The Inner Chamber in the Inner Life by Andrew Murray, we come to our next uh, reading, which is The Blessedness of the Doer. And uh, this is uh, the 10th reading. And uh, with that said, let us just get right into our reading. Be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deluding your own selves, but uh, being not a hearer uh, that forgetteth, but a doer that worketh, this man shall be blessed in his doings. Now we find this in the first chapter in James, uh, uh, verses 20 through to 25, actually. What a terrible delusion to be content with, to delight in hearing the word and yet not do it. And how terrible, common, this sight of uh, multitudes of Christians listen to the word of God, mostly regularly and earnestly, and yet not doing it. If their own servants uh were to do so, hearing but not doing, how uh, summary the judgment would be. Well, and yet so complete is the delusion that neither know uh, that they are not living God a, a good Christian life. What can it be that thus deludes us? Well, let's look at that. There is more than one thing. One is that people mistake uh, the pleasure of their having in hearing religious and worship, and uh, the mind delights in having the truth put clearly before them. The imagination is grafted by the illusion. Uh, The feelings are stirred by the application. To an active mind, a knowledge gives pleasure. A man may study uh, some branch of science, say electricity, for the enjoyment and the knowledge given him without the least intentions of applying it practically. And so people go to church and enjoy the preachings and yet do not do what God asked. The uh, unconverted and the converted man alike remain constant to go on in doing and confessing and still doing the things which they ought not to do. Okay, now another cause of this delusion is the terrible uh, perversion of the doctrine of the importance to good. Uh, The grace of Christ to enable us to obey and keep from sinning is really to make us holy is so little believed. It's unbelief. That man uh, practically thinks that there is a necessity of sinning on them. God cannot expect an uh, exact obedience of them, for he knows they cannot render it. This error cuts away the very root of the determining purpose to do all God has said. It closes the heart to any earnest desire to believe 
and experience all God's grace can do in us in keeping men self-contained uh, in the midst of sin. You know, hearing and not doing, what a terrible self-delusion. You know, there is a third reason for it. Having special reference to private Bible study, the hearer or the reader is regarded as a duty uh, and perform, <clears throat> excuse me, and performs uh, of a performance which is uh, considered to be a religious service. We have spent our five or ten minutes in the morning reading and have read thoughtfully and attentively. We have tried to take in what we read, a duty uh, faithfully performed, eases the conscience and gives a sense of satisfaction. And there is hardly any concept of the worthlessness and more than that of the hardness influence in the duty performed or of the knowledge acquired unless we go out with our whole hearts set upon literally doing and being what God's word says he would have us and can make us. Uh, you know, God will uh, equip us. I'm going to clear my throat a minute. <clears throat> well, what we read was really a terrible delusion. Be not of the word. Uh, be not doers of the word and not hearers uh, only, but be doers of the word and not hearers only, deluding your own selves. It is the closet in the morning watch that this delusion must be fought and conquered. We may find that uh, it will disturb our regular Bible reading and make us fall behind in our portion. <clears throat> i got to have a drink of coffee here. We may find that we will disturb our regular Bible reading, fall behind in our portion. It, it needs not do this, but far better it should then that we point, that this point remain doubtful and unsettled. Everything depends on this. Our Lord Jesus said, if any man willeth to do his will, he shall know that the teaching, whether it be of God, it is only the heart that delights in God's law and has set it will, determination on doing it, that it can receive a divine illumination which spiritually knows the teachings of God, of Christ in its divine origin and power. Without this, uh, will uh, to do, our knowledge will not profit. It is mere head knowledge. Well, the life in science and art in business, the only way of true knowledge is doing. What a man cannot do, he does not thoroughly know. <clears throat> Let's see, where did I leave off here? Uh, 
I lost my place. <laughs> yeah, okay. It is only the heart that delights in God's law and has set its will, determining to do it. Uh, in the life of science, I read that in chapter, and then, okay. In the life of science and art, and I read this in business, the only way of knowing is to doing. What a man cannot do, he does not thoroughly know. The only way to know God, to taste his blessedness, his thought, the doer of his will, that proves whether it is uh, a God of my own sentiment and imagination that I confess, or the true and living God, who rules and works all. It is only in the doing his will that I prove I love and accept it and make myself one with it. And there is no possible way under heaven of being united to God by and by being, but by being united to his will and the doing of it. It is the the quiet of the inner chamber in the spirit in which I do my private Bible reading in the determination with which I seek to have this point absolutely and finally settled. I am going to do whatever God says uh, that I, that the awful self-delusion of hearing and not doing must be conquered. Got to clear my throat again. It may not help us uh, if we take some portion of God's word and see how we are to deal with it. Suppose it is the Sermon on the Mount. I begin with the first uh, beatitude. Blessed are the poor in spirit. I ask, what does this mean? Am I obeying this injection? Am I at least thoroughly and earnestly in seeking day by day to maintain this disposition? As I feel out far, my my proud self-confident nature is from it. I am a willing to wait and plead with Christ and believe that he can work it in me. I am going to do this uh, to the poor in spirit, or shall I again be a hearer and not a doer? Well, and so I may go through the uh, Beatitudes and through the whole sermon with its teachings on uh, meekness and mercy and love and righteousness, on doing everything as unto the Father, and in everything trusting him on doing his will and Christ's word, and verse by verse ask, do I know what this means? Am I living it out? Am I doing it? Am I what he speaks. And as ever again, 
The answer comes, I fear not. Nay, I see no possibilities of living thus and doing what he says. I shall be led to feel the need of an entirely uh, reversion of both my creed and my conduct. And I shall ask whether the vow, whatever he says I am going to do, has ever taken the place either in my Bible reading or in my life. He demands that it should have. Well, ere I know, such questions may begin to work in me a poverty of spirit. I never knew and led me to an entirely new insight into my need of a Christ who will breathe in me his own life and work in me, all his that he speaks. I will get courage in faith to say, I can do all things in him who strengthens me. Whoever, whatever he says in his word, I will do. And that ends our reading for today. And next time we get together, we will be looking at keeping Christ's commandments. With that said, I'm going to end our podcast. Bye for now.